0: Good morning, podcasters. In today's podcast, we return to one of the most famous of all the Proverbs, Proverbs 31, and the description of the virtuous woman. This is the wise King Solomon giving advice to his young son on what to look for in a future bride. These are words we must certainly take to heart. You are listening to the Wisdom for All of Life podcast. I'm Brandon Neely. And this is a part of my teaching ministry as a pastor of Christ Church of Acadiana in southwest Louisiana. Our proverb for this morning is Proverbs 31, verse 10. An excellent wife, who can find? She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. One more time. An excellent wife, who can find? She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. Let me point out just a few obvious things here from the text. One, we're talking about a righteous and godly wife. One who fears the Lord, and from that, from that fear of the Lord springs all of her actions and decisions and words and thoughts. If you have a wife like this, an excellent wife, then you are greatly blessed. Far more precious than jewels she is. You might buy her pearls, but it's only as a token of the fact that she is a pearl to you. Is she beautiful? Of course. Witty? Yes, sure. Great personality. But the value, the real, deep, and true value is in the fact that the Lord is her heavenly husband. She is in covenant with Christ and is faithful to all he commands. And as a result, she joyfully submits to your headship. Why? Because she submits to the headship of Christ. And she lives to do you good. Why? Because she lives to do Christ good. Now... This is a rare find these days. The plague of fatherlessness in our country, in our nation, secularism, feminism has made these excellent wives rare, just as it has made excellent husbands rare. Even in the church, this is a rare find, a treasure, a jewel. But if you have an excellent wife, cherish her. And don't screw it up, right? There's no grass that's greener, I promise you that. Two, though, let me point this out, too. But then... Notice in this particular proverb that the wise Solomon builds on this. If you have such a wife, he adds, the heart of her husband trusts in her. That is, he feels safe with her. She's faithful. She's loyal. She is the epitome of fidelity. She is keeping of her marriage covenant and her vows. And she will live her life with her husband's gain as one of her highest priorities. She's on her husband's side. She's loyal, and he trusts her. He trusts her sense. He trusts her intuitions. He trusts her. And three, number three, this situation leads then to the next verse of, the next line of verse 11. Notice what it says He will have no lack of gain. Do you see the connection between an excellent wife who fears the Lord? a trusting relationship between the husband and the wife, and the side effects of gain, which is, in the Proverbs, financial increase, prosperity, wealth, health, abundance. She's worth more than rubies, not only poetically, but literally. She will add to your household. She will speak into your life. She will save you from stupid. She will come alongside of you and be your hands and feet, extending your dominion even further. More than rubies? Yes, rubies aren't even worthy of comparison. Now, I'd like to point this out to you. Verse 26 from the very same chapter of Proverbs 31 says this, She opens her mouth with wisdom. Now, I've laid all of this out, and Solomon lays all of this out to to say this, at least this one point of application. Men... We've got to listen to our wives. If you have this excellent wife whose mouth opens up with wisdom, listen to her. Now, if she's a fool, a scorner, or a rebellious wife that can't be trusted and doesn't have you and your household in her heart if you're having to live out in the middle of a field because of her contentiousness and her argumentative spirit, if it's better for you to live at the corner of a rooftop. You know, I'm just quoting all of the Proverbs here. If that's the sort of wife you have, I'm sorry for you, but don't listen to her. But if you have an excellent wife, you had better listen to her. You must listen to her. Know that she is given to you as a gift from your Lord. Hear her thoughts. She is a compliment to you a helper, and will round out the rough edges, and in so doing, keep you from disaster. Proverbs tells us that pride comes before a fall, but not if pride's wife snatches him up first. One commentator writes this, regarding the passage, The husband has good confidence in the excellent wife in every area of life. He trusts in her good sense. I like that. And regarding verse 26, This excellent wife is acquainted with wisdom. She knows wisdom and knows how to apply it to every area of life. She is the compliment that the Lord has given you, and you honor the Lord when you honor her by hearing and by listening. Now, I think it would be necessary for me to add this point of application. This isn't written in stone by the finger of God necessarily, but this is my personal observation and experience. Because there are matters of the household that she has first-hand experience with, you will need to lean heavily on her in those areas. You know There is a division of labor, so to speak, within the household. And those things that she is uh, taking care of, you're going to have to trust in her. You're going to have to lean on her. You're going to have to leave those areas of your household to her management and care. And because that division of labor extends both ways, There are also going to be things that you are directly responsible for and directly engaged in. And you can't imagine that she is going to have all of the details about that particular area. She's going to be a little out of the loop on that. She's not going to have all of the details. So in these moments, you're going to have to trust her gut. You're going to have to trust her intuition, her sense more than necessarily her propositional declarations, her premises, and conclusive arguments. She doesn't have all of the details. She trusts you as well, right? There's this reciprocating trust in the relationship. So when it comes to certain areas of the relationship where one spouse is not so clear on all of the details, the other spouse has to listen to that gut, to that intuition, to that sense. It's okay for her and for anyone to have a gut feeling about something. And you need to listen to it. You've got to heed that. I'm not saying that it's absolutely true in every circumstance, but you have to think about it. You have to add it to your equation. In my life, I try to live by this. By this particular rule. If my wife and I aren't both 100%, then we don't do it. Now, I don't mean that we're both feeling happy-clappy about it, She's more excited about some things, and I'm more excited about others. What I mean is that if we don't both believe that the Lord has called us to it, then we don't do it. Why? Because I trust her intuition. I trust her sense. Now, she would follow me regardless, but I refuse to take advantage of that willingness by behaving in a cavalier manner. We're a team, and we both have wisdom, and we have to remain conscious Conscious of the reality that if Christ has given us to each other, then it would be through each other that the Lord would speak to us and speak into our lives regarding particular situations. Remember, podcasters, and all of my Christchurch family, and all of my friends, if you've got an excellent wife, trust in her and trust the words that are coming out of her mouth. Listen to her gut feeling. Listen to her intuition. God has sent her there. God has sent him there to help you such a time as this. This has been another episode of the Wisdom for All of Life podcast. I'm Pastor Brandon Neely. And remember, if the Lord has called you, He'll equip you. Perhaps He'll equip you by giving you the right wife or the right husband that you need. And He'll protect you. And He'll bless you along the way. Have a great day.